The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker, rocker, rocker. I will not wear the mask. 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 I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above all. Rise up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked chime? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of this I hate the work of those who fall away. With my mouth I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmony sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will you, triumph in the works of your are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 Good morning, America. Welcome, Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people, all the boat rockers who are in the house, and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio, where we use the Bible and the Constitution, not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us this morning. If you'd like to check us out online, please do so. SonsOfLibertyRadio.com and SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio and you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, that's right, you see the face that's made for radio, head over to SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. Excuse me. You'll see two videos at the top of the page. The one on the left is Bradley's show from yesterday afternoon. You can watch that up until 3 o'clock p.m. Eastern today, at which time he'll be live in that little area there. On the right side is where we're live. Just click on the play button, blow it up on your device, and then click on the Rumble icon in the bottom right-hand corner, and you can join us in the chat on Rumble. 
We are streaming to Rumble at Sons of Liberty Radio Live. We're also on BeforeIt'sNews.com, top of the page there, and then also DLive.tv at The Sons of Liberty. Just under that is where you can sign up for our newsletter. You get one of those in the evening, once a day, and uh, you help us to, to spread out and get past some of the censorship. So we would appreciate your support in signing up for that. Also, if you want to help us and you agree with our message, not only on Internet and radio, but out among the people, as we go out in the States and teach our Christian constitutional heritage, you can help by donating to support us to keep us out there. There's a do- donate button at the top of the page. Click that and make a one-time donation, or you can partner with us monthly as a son, a son or daughter of liberty uh, as well. Also, our store is available. We have lots of uh, great conversation starters as well as equipping tools. This week, we're highlighting Bradley's book, Grass Doesn't Work, The Rocks Do. The book is normally $11 donation this week only through Saturday at midnight. You can get 25% off of this book when you use the promo code. I don't know what's going on. I got something in my throat here. <laughs> Excuse me. When you use the promo code GRASS, Okay, so grass gets you 25% off. Now, I'm going to hit real quickly some highlights because we got a special guest um, that's that's coming to us live all the way over there in England. And uh, we're going to talk about a little bit about this this issue of drag queen story hours and the fact that um, the, the, the police officers over there have clearly shown to be agents of the state as they are protecting these criminals who are grooming our children sexually, okay? That's what they become. They can make all the excuses they want, but that's what they become. They're not enforced the law against these criminals, and uh, we're going to be getting to that very shortly. Let me hit a couple of topics here uh, from SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. Michigan propaganda outlet News Channel 23 posts election results, what, a week before the election? That's the latest from Bradley. Uh, also, if you um, missed yesterday's show, no, Alina Kagan, good judges do not rule based on public sentiment. They base they rule based upon the law, which is what police officers are supposed to be operating under, too. The law. They're supposed to be enforcing the law. Okay? Then there's also three doctors dead within four days after hospital starts injecting staff with a fourth COVID booster. Remember those safe and effective things? They proved not safe, and they're clearly not effective. They're having four shots here, okay? Uh, and you've got three, three of those doctors dead within four days. Entire police department abandons their post and quits, but the town doesn't devolve into lawlessness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Stop and think about that just for a second, okay? People are going to have to do their duty. They're going to have to be, in this country, they are the law enforcers, the militia. Article 1, Section 8, Clause 15 of the U.S. Constitution. Also, electric cars, dirty little secret. This is from our veteran friend, uh, Leon Pesager, uh, down in Louisiana. And he shows you exactly what's going on with these electric cars, that you're being hoodooed. You're getting the three-card Monty. You're getting the shell game uh, with the electric cars. And so, any I, anybody buying one of these things, I had, I, I heard... Amazon bought a bunch of trucks that are electric trucks, I guess, for the big cities or whatever. I think that's just the stupidest thing you could do. Anyway, check that out. If you want to see the harm that's done to the children, to the environment, you know, they talk about caring about your carbon footprint and all this other stuff in the environment. Uh, these, these things have a, yeah, they're really bad. Also, despite zero complaints, Amish farmer fined $250,000 is facing jail and shut down for humanely raising animals. Isn't that interesting? And there's more at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. But this morning, we're going to focus a little bit on this drag queen story hour and the fact that those who are entrusted 
by the public to uphold the law because we've shirked our duty, at least in this, in this country, we've shirked our duty for doing that. But in England, it's a little different story. But they've shirked their duty, and these, these men, these women are going out, and they're protesting it, and it's the cops who are protecting the criminals from the people who are not committing crimes. Okay, and to help me do that is Mick Shaves. You might know him as Mad Mick. Uh, he's got a website called Mad Mix, and that's M I X Conspiracies. And he's agreed to join me this morning and uh, kind of give us a report of what's going on there in England. Good morning, Mick. Good to have you on the Sons of Liberty, man. Good morning. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely, absolutely. And it's good to see you. Uh, we were trying to get Mick on before Kate had uh, kind of introduced us and things and. It drops through. I was telling Mick, it, everything drops through. If you're an individual, it messages me on Telegram. I usually don't see it because it gets buried up under all the groups and things. But uh, we're glad to have you on. Now, I am currently uploading, and we'll have it in the archive, a lot of video shots you had, a lot of images of the officers who were protecting the the sexual groomer drag queen at the last event you went to. Um, and I, I put that together, so we're going to have that up in the archives later today along with a ton of bonus videos. So if you guys are looking for news of the day or news of yesteryear that people haven't reported, that's where you want to go. But Mick, what's going on out there today? Where are you at? Tell people a little bit about yourself and where you're at and what you're doing there. Um, well, what we are, we're, we're just a group of concerned citizens. We've, um, we have we spent most of the last couple of years protesting against the British government all around the country trying to wake people up to the dangers of the, the vaccine, etc. But what they've rolled out over here, they've done it in America, we've seen all the footage, is Drag Queen Story Hour. It's a guy who earns his living as a sex worker, um, dressed as a woman, where, working in nightclubs, telling dirty jokes. They've now got him coming into schools and libraries, uh, reading to children very inappropriate books. The, um, the book yesterday, we had people inside the library, the book yesterday involved animals, um, excreting on each other's heads so you know it's very inappropriate stuff what what is going on down here though the, the police are facilitating this as a group of individuals we uh, went to the first library in reading i'm in reading again today there's there's four libraries too i'm outside the library i don't know if you can see all the police behind me they won't they won't let us in beyond the um the entry point of the library but our, our aim was to perform a citizen's arrest on the degenerate who was reading these um, inappropriate books to the children, just as a prostitute, we were going to arrest him and hand him over to the police for the crime of grooming. But apparently, according to the police, that's no longer a crime in the United Kingdom. Grooming our, our, our preschool toddlers is no longer a crime in the UK, and the police were facilitating him to do that yesterday. Um, with There's... You'll, you might see the video footage of some of the stuff that was going on inside the library. We were we were predominantly outside the library. What we witnessed, and you'll also see in the video, was that the police escorted the man in. They drove him there. He, he, he gets a police car, um, an unmarked car, driving him in with two police officers. The police carry his bags into the library. He does this, this sexual performance in front of children, and then the police escort him out of the library drive him back to his hotel or drive him back to the next library. And this is going to be going on now in the UK for a whole month. I don't know if it's going to be the same drag queen who they use, but it's being facilitated by the government and allowed to happen by the police. This guy's got more protection than if it was the queen or an MP going around traveling. 
He has police driving him everywhere, police carrying his luggage for him, and we're not allowed anywhere near him because they know it's wrong. We know it's wrong, but the police, they're just going to allow this to happen. They told us that if we tried to arrest him yesterday, they would arrest us. So today we're not even going to bother trying to arrest him. We're literally out here just making our presence felt, making sure that these know that everywhere this guy goes, we're going to go. Well, it's not just that, Mick. It's these guys. Now these guys, what they don't understand is they become accomplices to crimes against children, just like the doctors and nurses and the uh, the, the bought-off corrupt politicians who are pimping the COVID jab are, are, are accomplices in that genocide. These guys are accomplices to this crime, too. That's why you're out there. You're, you're out there not just to deal with this guy. If these guys are offering protection for this guy, they're act, they're actually trying to make him the victim, aren't they? Absolutely. They're, they're carrying on like he's a victim, although obviously, like, like what you just said, we know that the crime is being committed, and he is committing the crime. And these police officers are accomplices after the fact and before the fact. You know, in the conspiracy, they knew he was coming. They've arranged police protection for him. They are... They are promoting him to go into these libraries doing this, this degenerate crime against our children. And to these people, it's absolutely okay. And they're, they're getting paid for it, you know. So, yes, they are very definitely accomplices in this crime. And we've got enough video evidence from yesterday. Hopefully, your viewers will see it later as it's uploaded. Enough video evidence and enough faces of these police officers who are guilty of assisting a criminal. So there is a crime that these guys, these police officers themselves, need to be answerable to. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the people showing up out there, how many people did you have at the other event? Because, again, I'm uploading that. That'll be in the archive. It's almost two hours worth of stuff that you've got, uh, Mick. And you also took the time to show us some of the cops who are out there, some of the agents of the state who are out there uh, defending and protecting this criminal against the people who are trying to get them to do their job. And there was something you said there, and I put it in, the, the, the words that people will see there are your words. What were some of the things that you're seeing in, just in looking in the eyes of the police officers who are out there? I mean, you were saying they were lifeless, soulless. It was like they were just drones out there. What are you seeing? And I'm not saying that to be funny. I mean, it, it sounds like a pretty serious issue. What were you seeing out there with just the cops? The guys were there, you'll see in the video, the guys were there in front of us with just blank expressions on their faces, doing as they were told. You know, for all intents and purposes, yeah, we know they're all jabbed up, right? For all intents and purposes, these guys look like zombies. They were just stood there following orders. And the orders that they were following was that you must protect this pedophile at all costs. You must not let these, these honest law-abiding citizens get anywhere near this pedophile to arrest him. And, th and that's what we could sense yesterday. So we blatantly told the police to their faces that they are paedophile protectors. But over here in the UK, they've always been paedophile protectors. They protect the royal family. They protect Prince Andrew. You may have heard of Prince Andrew and these paedophilia actions. Yep. They protect him. They protect Jimmy Savile. It's the police that are allowing paedophilic crimes to go on all around the United Kingdom. And I'd imagine it's happening worldwide. But none of this would happen if the police clamped down on it and stopped it once and for. I totally agree with you. You know, one of the things, Mick, that, that we point back to is the Scripture, because the Scripture is, as one president said, that it's the, it's the bedrock of which our foundation is built upon, or which our republic is built upon. And it is our foundation as the Americans. I'm pretty sure it's the foundation of England, too. We've had... Um, 
um, attorney Ann come on, and she's talked about the the biblical foundations there for your laws in England are very similar to ours, common law is what we call it. And one of the things that I, the immediate thing I think of this when, when there's prey on children is from like Luke 17, and he said unto his disciples, this is Jesus, <clears throat> excuse me, it is impossible, but that offenses will come, but woe unto him through whom they come. It were better for him that a millstone were hanged about his neck and he cast into the sea than that he should offend one of these little ones. And he says, take heed to yourselves. If thy brother trespass against thee, rebuke him. And if he repent, forgive him. And if he trespass against thee seven times in a day and seven times in a day, turn again to thee saying, I repent, thou shalt forgive him. And the apostles said unto the Lord, increase our faith. Now, one of the things here, Mick, is if people would repent and they'd stop doing this stuff, that'd be one thing. But they're they're doubling down. They're not only continuing to do it, they're dragging the people that you guys pay with your taxes, who are supposed to enforce the law, they're dragging them in to protect them. I mean... How do you have any respect for any of those uh, any of those police officers out there doing what they're doing? The thing is, right? What, what's become abundantly clear is this has come down from on high. This is above. This is above the police. It's above the local councils who are allowing it in. It's above the government level. This has come down on high from an organisation who I believe to be satanic pedophiles that rule this planet. They. They're the only people that could allow something like this to go on, you know, to facilitate it, to get the police to take part in it, to get teachers to take part in it, to get all all councils in the United Kingdom to take part in it, every borough, every city, every town to take part in it. This has to come down from on high. This isn't a group of a group of um, sex workers decided to go into libraries. That would never happen. So they are being facilitated by powers that are greater than our government to allow this to happen. The pedophile satanic rulers are allowing this to happen. And they're using their, their minions on earth, their, their servants, their slaves, to facilitate it. And they're following along blindly. And they don't want to see the truth. And you know you was talking about forgiveness. I find it difficult to find in my heart forgiveness for these people. I know God forgives all things, but I can't. I can't forgive these people for the crimes they've done against the children. And I'll fight until my last breath. I'll fight this until the last day I live on this planet because these people are pure evil. Yeah, no, but, but pay attention to what he says. He says if they repent. That means they're going to they're gonna not only confess it, they're going to stop. And even at that, they're still held accountable for the crimes they're done. So I don't want to give the idea, and I've been very clear, you know, you, you, you're you not just tossing out the forgiveness, you know, like a hippie love kind of thing. That's not what you're doing. But, there, but for this kind of stuff that's going on right here and the harm they're causing the children, Jesus was very clear. He said it would be better for that person, not the group of people, for that person if they went and drowned themselves in the ocean. But how much more when the people see it done, like what you guys are doing there, and they're going after them to deal with them, to bring them to justice, and the guys who are supposed to enforce the law are standing in the way of justice. Exactly, exactly. And, and, and those, those law enforcement officers are, for the most part, criminals themselves. The reality is we, um, we had a, a file with us yesterday with the amount of um, serving police officers that are now serving prison sentences for crimes against children, sex crimes against children, rape of minors, rape of, of, of babies, police officers, serving police officers. 
It's, it's online. It's available for everybody to see. It is, this is real. This is going on, you know. And it's, it's the people that have this evilness in their soul that get to get into these jobs and are able to, to get these positions of responsibility. You know, they end up working in schools. They end up working in the care service. They end up working for the police because they've got evil in their soul and they want to commit evil deeds. And that's one of the problems that we're fighting against. A lot of these people are facilitating this evil because they're evil themselves and they don't see a problem with it. We see a problem with it. But these people, they don't see a problem with it. Yeah, absolutely. And and part of the part of the thing that um, when when you're saying this is what Paul says in the book of Ephesians, he talks about we're fighting not against flesh and blood. Now we see it in flesh and blood, but we're fighting against principalities and against powers, the rulers of darkness and such that we're fighting against. So our weapons aren't carnal. But that doesn't mean that we don't act in the physical and that we don't see people performing things that are evil, like what you said, Ephesians 5.11, that we're to, ex- we're to expose those works of darkness, and we are to bring the law to bear against them. This is, this is the problem that I have with a lot of uh, the Christians today, is they'll say this kind of stuff, but then when it comes to actually dealing it out, they want to be more merciful to the criminal than they do the victim that, that's there. And that's probably the case there, too, right? Absolutely. The, the victims, of, victims of crime, particularly these heinous sex crimes, are treated a lot worse. Um, you know, I, I guess you guys already know about it. We had an investigation into the um, West, Westminster pedophile ring. All the um, rich politicians go to a certain uh, building in, in the UK, in London, and rape children on a regular basis. And the children who had been raped, the ones who had survived, the ones who hadn't been murdered, they, they then went and reported these crimes as they grew up. These crimes were reported. Well, those victims of these crimes of the British Parliament, the British MPs, those victims were vilified. And then sectioned. We got one girl who's still in a mental hospital. They've sectioned her. And she's been in hospital now for many, many months. And there's no sign of her ever being released. And her crime was that she dared to accuse British politicians of raping her, you know, right up to and including the royal family. And you know that our royal family are involved in this in a massive level. So this is this goes from the top to the very bottom of the core of the United Kingdom. And we will fight against it. We have to fight against it. It's our job. It's our, it's our moral duty to fight against it. Absolutely. And, and, and again, this is coming from the people because obviously the, the, the police officers aren't doing uh, what they're supposed to do. Now, you're standing outside this library, and the cops are not even letting you guys go in. You don't have guns. You don't have torches. You don't have pitchforks. So <clears throat> why are they keeping you out of the library? Isn't that a public library? Isn't it something you pay for with your taxes? Absolutely, yeah. It's a public library until they have their private sex show going on in there for children. And then all of a sudden, it's not public anymore. So the general public can't go inside. Now, the thing is, we had explained to the police why we were here and what our aim was and that we intended to perform a citizen's arrest on this uh, degenerate. The police then told us if we tried that, they would arrest us. Now, yesterday there was a lot more police and also there was a lot more of us yesterday. It was a much bigger turnout because it was the first event and that's where we were, we were trying to set the, um, the benchmark for how the rest of this tour will go. I'll be following this, these drag queens around the United Kingdom for the next month. It goes on all through what, what we call our school summer holidays for the kids. I'll be following these degenerates all the way around the UK, uh, mainly around the south of England I'll be, 
but there's people within our, our community, the resistance, that will 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 be at every library. That's the plan. And um and this this guy, these these guys involved will get police protection. They'll get driven in and driven out like they're royalty. It's just absolutely ridiculous why why a sex worker is getting protected by the police, you know, whilst he's, he's grooming children. It's beyond me. It, it, it defies everything I ever grew up believing, you know, and I don't understand it now, and I don't understand how they don't stand under their oath and join us and come on this side of the line and arrest these criminals. Yeah, well, they don't realize that the people are going to have enough one day, and they're going to be in the targets too. They don't realize that yet, but they're, they're going to find out it'll be a rude awakening for them when the people have had enough of trying to deal with them and they're getting in the way. Now, let me ask you this. I, I saw, you know, before the show, you were talking with a couple of guys, a couple of the officers. I know he, one of the officers is looking on to see, see that you were on the radio here uh, in the States. But one of the questions I have is, in the conversations that you have with these, with these cops, um, do they get, it's all what they're doing is giving you the Nazi rhetoric. Uh, I'm just doing my job. Is that all they have to say? Or is any of them on your side and say, I don't like this any more than you do, but I'm just doing my job. Is there any of them talking like that? Or that they just saying, I'm just doing my job. You know, not one of them, not one of them has said that. Not one of them has said, yes, this is wrong. We've said to these pe- these, um, police officers, you have children. Some of you have children. Would you let your child go in there? And they're saying, yes, it's perfectly fine. It's perfectly fine for a man to be dressed in women's clothing to read dirty books to my child. So it's it's a very difficult situation. Every single um, police officer I spoke to yesterday is absolutely behind what's happening here. And they think that it's right and proper. Um, the LGBTQP, you guys have it over there in America, I believe. They seem to have infiltrated the LGBT. Right, the LGBT has been going forever, and we absolutely respect them and what they're trying to do for equality. Right, that's their business. How they live their life is their business. But now it's been hijacked by the same people that have hijacked Black Lives Matter and Antifa and all these other um, Extinction Rebellion and all these other organisations that are all paid for by the government. Well, now the LGBTQP has been hijacked in the same way, and now agents of the government, agents of the crown, and and they are pushing this agenda forward. And they are pushing it that if you don't believe in this, if you don't believe in what we're saying, then you are homophobic. You are a bad person. But the reality is they don't even realize, a lot of them, that they're being used from on high. The LGBT has been hijacked by the government and become as bad as Antifa and Black Lives Matter and all of the organizations that they use to try and control us. Yeah, absolutely. And you're, and you're making mention of, uh, you know, this this degenerate, if as you put it, and I, I totally agree with that word, that language that's used there. You know, um, <clears throat> Deuteronomy speaks about that, and I don't think people really get the idea of what God is saying. In Deuteronomy 22.5, it says this, The woman shall not wear that which pertaineth unto a man, neither shall a man put on a woman's garment, for all that do so, listen, folks, I didn't write it, God did. He he gave it to he gave it to Moses. For all that do so are abomination unto the Lord thy God. An abomination. The the term abomination here means something that is disgusting, something that is is reprehensible, um, that it is something that's unnatural. Okay, 
And so when God says this, he uses the same language, uh, Mick, about those who, in, who intertwine themselves with the, op, with the same sex. Men with men, women with women. It is something that is unnatural. And people can call it homophobic all they want to. The fact of the matter is God says it's an abomination, and he calls men to repentance. But at the same time, he says if you're caught doing that, he he issues the death penalty for that kind of stuff. He's not, he's not playing games with it because he realizes how it affects people. This is why they're doing what they're doing with the grooming of the children there with the drag queen story hour. Now, let me ask you this. You guys have Tommy Robinson over there. And Tommy Robinson just merely was reporting on the Muslim grooming gangs, right? It wasn't even to this degree. It was a disgusting thing, too. But it wasn't to this degree where it was it was something unnatural. I don't think there was men with little boys or, or women with, with little girls. But it was still a disgusting thing. It was a, it was a thing that they should take the millstone tie their, you know, around their neck, too. What, do you think this is just a, the next step from what you, you guys have seen from the Muslim grooming gangs? What it is, is the, the Muslim grooming gangs over in the UK was made public. And they, you know, they don't like to talk about it through fear of being racist. But the Muslim grooming gangs, and I know it's heinous. I know it's a heinous crime. I know it's terrible what's going on. It is. But it pales in comparison to what our politicians and our ruling elite are doing. Our, our political grooming gangs are so much worse. They're so much worse. They're so widespread. And it's globally. It's globally. They go to their conferences all around the world. They call it COP26 or G7 that. And they have children brought into them for their entertainment. You know, we know what goes on at these places. We have the, um, oh, the Bilderberg group all meeting. We have, the, you know, and we know what goes on in these hotels. So, they, they make the, the Muslim grooming gangs seem, seem insignificant. Sorry, I'll say that again. Insignificant in comparison. Not that any of it's good because, like you say, they're all degenerates and they're all criminals. But like I said earlier, it's these criminals that have elevated themselves to powers of responsibility, positions of power, you know, and, and they're the ones who are the biggest danger to our children because they can get inside the school and change the school system so that they can tell a four-year-old how to masturbate and what's a good secret and what's a bad secret and when it's okay for an adult to touch them downstairs, you know. So this is the kind of stuff going on in the United Kingdom schools. I do apologize for the noise. No, that's, a, that's, that's fine. That's fine. We knew things are going on there. Now, do you have other people, because you guys had several people out at the last event that you went to there to speak out on. How many people are joining you out there today? Are you out there by yourself? Pretty much, pretty much, yeah. Okay. There's, yesterday we had 30 or 40 people. Today we've barely got five people. I think there's five of us today. I don't know where the resistance has turned up today. We had a huge number yesterday. I was really proud and really happy with the people that turned out. But I am a bit sad about the uh, today's turnout. We've got another library to do this afternoon. We're going on from here to another library, and we're going to other libraries around the country. I'm hoping that the numbers will, will um, pick up. Uh, your own Kate Shimwani is coming to Brighton. She'll be alongside us in Brighton. So, you know, there'll be libraries where there's there's tens of people and there'll be libraries where there's thousands of people. It just depends on what day of the week it is and where we are because, you know, we just didn't get the numbers today. I'm really disappointed. 
Well, the the thing is is not necessarily the numbers. I was just kind of curious if you're having if you're having some support from the people. The thing is, even even the four or five that show up and just yourself being there. I mean, David didn't go out there with the army of Israel, did he? He went out there by himself to take down the, the giant. The fact of the matter is is that you're going out there and you're continuing to raise up a standard against the flood of of iniquity that's coming into the country and saying, this is wrong. You you shouldn't be doing this. The law is against you. We're here to stand against you. And it, you know if God himself has to take you down, then that's fine. But the fact of the matter is we're not going to go away. We're not going to be silent while you just run over us and you, you groom our children for your sexual escapades. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. I mean, this is... This is a sexual crime that's being facilitated, and, and we're not going away. We didn't go away for the whole of the COVID. We were there, you know, every week. We were at a different town centre. We were serving the notices of liability to police stations and hospitals and, and everyone else who was involved in that crime. And we're not going to go away here. You know, this, we, this, this is about the children. You know, it's always been about the children, what we do. And it's about protecting the children. And these people are prepared to protect the criminals that are preying on our children. So they are now the villains, and we are the heroes, for want of a better term. But we will continue our fight. We won't stop. I don't stop. I don't stop. You, you, you met me many, many months ago. You know I yep. don't stop. I'll keep going every day. I'll keep going. Amen. Yeah, and I know there's a lot of people who appreciate, because, look, I know, I know there's a lot of people out there. They've got their jobs they've got to attend to because they've got to care for their families and st- such like that. But then there are a lot of people like yourself who will take every moment that they have and they'll come out. Now, are you, you're a paramedic too, right? No, no, I'm a retired paramedic. Retired was, paramedic. That, that was my um, that was my job for many years, but um, I suffered spinal tuberculosis, so I don't work anymore. I haven't worked for for a few years. I nearly died a few years back. I've got one lung, and um, I'm, yeah, I'm not in a good place for working, which gives me the perfect opportunity to to do this, you know, to be, right. be out there and be playing a part and, and, and doing the best that I can do for the children. I, You know what? I think that's a perfect example, Mick, of the fact that a lot of people who would be in your situation, they would they would find a way to give excuses, talk about their health and this, that, and the other, and sit in their rocking chair at home and say, you know, I just can't get out there and do that. I'm, I'm just too feeble or whatever the case may be or woe is me. But you, you've taken that and you've said, no, I'm not going to have any of that. This There's some evil that's going on in my community and in my country, and I'm going to go take a stand for that. I think that's a great example. I hope some other people will take encouragement from that to say, hey, I might not, you know, be the biggest stature. I may have all kinds of health problems, but I can go out there and I, I still got my voice. I can I can still voice uh, against the evil that's going on. So I think that's a great example, man. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, you know, I, I'm a firm believer that we're where we we're where we hop, we're where we're meant to be when we're meant to be there. And this is this is what I'm meant to be doing at this stage in my life. You know, I spent 20 years helping people as a paramedic. And now, you know, I like to think that I'm still helping people in the best way that I know how. And that's to come out here and make a nuisance of myself to these pedophile degenerates. <laughs> I love that. I'm going to make a nuisance of myself. I, I, no, I like that. Uh, because you're going to stir the con, you're trying to stir the consciences of the people who are protecting these guys who are going around dressed like women, trying to groom the children. There, I think that's I think that's just fantastic. I really do. Now, what do you find? Have you talked with any of the, um, I guess, the police chiefs in the area? Have you talked with any representative that might give you an ear 
I mean, are there any? Is there anybody who at least listen to you? What you say? Is there anybody who will take a report? No, no, they won't listen to us. They won't listen to us. We we've tried to explain to them many times um, how how we interpret what is happening in this library behind me. How we interpret this as um, as child grooming, and they look at it and they say it's not child grooming. It's a man in a dress reading to children. That's not grooming children. And I'm like. We're not seeing this from the same side. And we're talking about, you know, inspectors in the police force, high-ranking, what you would call captains over there, you know, high-ranking officers. saying, no, no, this is perfectly fine. You people, you're off your head. You don't know what you're talking about. A man in a dress who works in sex clubs reading to children is perfectly normal. That's perfectly acceptable. I don't know why you're overreacting. And if he wants to strap a dildo onto himself and dance around the room with a, a strap-on dildo, that's also absolutely fine. That's that's funny for the children. They're going to laugh at that. Yeah, it's it, it is a disgusting thing. You know, we had I was gonna I was trying to look it up because I don't remember uh, who it was that did it, but there was a um, and maybe I can find it and throw it in the archives. But there was a, a guy. He was at a public meeting here in the states. And he would go and dress up like one of these drag queens. And he stood up and he said, we are out to groom your children. We are out to make our mark on them. I mean, he said it right there on camera. And I I'm, I can't remember the title of the article because it was several years ago, but we've got the video of this guy doing it right there in the, right there in the public's face as they were speaking out against those things. He was saying, yeah, we're out here to do that. And why do they do that? Because in a lot of cases, like what you said, they're sex workers, and these men are actually engaging other men, so they're committing the act of sodomy, which in this country, in many states, is still a felony, and in the scriptures, it's a capital punishment. They put you to death for that kind of stuff. We used to do that here in the states, too. That used to be part of our laws uh, in the states. And so when this guy came out and said it, some people said, well, no, he really didn't say that, but yeah, he really did, and we played the video on it. So they are out to do that because... Let's face it, men with men can't procreate, and women with women can't procreate. And so it's a, it's a standing the natural order on its head, and then it's trying to get everybody else along because misery loves company, right? And they're on their road to hell, and they want to take as many people as they can with them uh, so that they have that company. Although it's not going to be a party when they get there. It's going to be the judgment of God. We, we know the reality is that... Um depopulation is high on, on the, the New World Order agenda. They, they think there's too many of us useless feeders on the planet. And there's a few, way to, um, a few ways of depopulating. And controlling birth, the birth rate, is, is an obvious way of, of depopulating. If people don't have children anymore, then there's no population. You know, the, the human race dies out. And they don't want us having children. So that's why they bring this degeneracy into our schools and into our libraries and and, it, you know, trying to indoctrinate the children. And that's why they were injecting people, you know. And the teenagers now that are infertile that never have children because they had had that injection. It, it's all part of their agenda. And we see it. We see right through it. They can't hide from us. But there's so many people in the community, so many people here brought their children to this who think it's oh so woke. It's oh so good. that Oh, look at this. We're so inclusive. We're letting a man who earns his money in a sex club we're letting him read to our children. Look how inclusive we are. Look how progressive we are. We're, we're such good people. We're so woke because we're inviting everyone in. No, it's wrong. It's wrong. 
and I don't agree with it, I never will agree with it, and no one here could convince me otherwise. And I'll fucking sorry, I'll fight them until my my last breath. Yeah, amen, amen. No, and, and that's okay. Thank you for keeping that clean for us for family show. But but that's that's part of the issue, Mick. I mean, there is an anger that wells up in in somebody who has children and sees this being done to to other children that they want to stop it. They don't want it going on. They don't want it continuing. They don't want it to affect other children because they have children of their own. So they want to protect their children, but then they see the other ones hurt, uh, being hurt in this, and the kids don't know any better. They go in there and think, "This is a this is the party." I, I was looking through some of the um, some of the articles that we've had at SonsOfLibertyMedia dot com, in which they, you know, some of these these um, drag queens are coming and they're they're provocatively dancing in front of children. Uh, some of them we've we've captured some of the the stuff of what they're doing they're taking pictures naked with these children and nobody's arrested nobody's brought to justice nobody's dealt with and many of these as you said before they're only sex workers but many of them are actual pedophiles that have been busted in that and yet we're told they're supposed to stay away from children and this that and the other and what do they do they put them you know they serve them up they're predators and the children are their prey because justice hasn't been brought to them that's absolutely right, you know, and, and I too have seen a lot of the videos that have been circulating about what's, what these um, degenerates have been doing in front of the children and with the children. You know, you've got, you've got very young toddlers putting um, 10, 20 pound notes or dollar bills down the uh, G-string of a man who's got plastic tits, you know, added to his chest and, and, a, and the kid's putting money down his is g-string and it's just repulsive to me and i find it repugnant at every level you know and i i can't understand it and what's worrying for me is i'm at the stage now i've got four very young grand grandchildren and it's their future that i'm worried about and it was their future that i was fighting for through the whole covid debacle and i will still continue to fight about this degeneracy in our schools you know about the about the way that these people on high can get in the school system and change the curriculum to bring sex education in for four-year-olds. You know, this is the kind of stuff that, that isn't acceptable to me. And like I said at the beginning, it's all part of their, their agenda. And we know it's part of their agenda. We're not dumb. We know exactly what they're trying to do to us. We know that they want us all off the planet. But if they can't get us off the planet quick enough, then they will degenerate our kids. They will they will groom our kids and turn our kids into a, a society where they think that this is okay, that it's okay for a man to dress as a woman, wearing all this disgusting clothes, disgusting makeup, gyrating in front of children. And children are meant to grow up thinking that that's absolutely fine and right and proper. It's not. It's not, and it never will be. Amen. And no, it, it, sure, it certainly won't. You know, I'm curious as to where the other men are in this issue, because... I know around here, we haven't had that in my neck of the woods. Um, I, I've seen it all around the country. I think it, it's even happened in South Carolina, but I haven't seen it in my neck of the woods. And I'm pretty sure there'd be a lot of us men down at the library. It'd probably be a good bit of us who would go down there to seek to shut that down. And the question that I have for the men, not just in your area, and maybe you can tell me or you can keep silent on it. I know a lot of these things some people don't like to speak about. But there, there's going to come a time where it's going to have to be more than just we're going to protest this. We're going to come deal with you people. We're going to deal with the people who, who are there. You know, Romans, I was, uh, that was the passage I was thinking about earlier. 
uh, Romans chapter 1, and one of the things that it talks about is, is not, just, not just those who engage in, um, you know, homosexuality or, or any of that, but he goes on and he gives a long list of what God turns uh, men over to, uh, including, and we'll bring these up just so people, people have this, uh, it says in Romans chapter 1, verse 28, it says, and even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, I think that's really the issue. They're trying to push away judgment out of their mind so they can continue to commit the sins that they're committing. God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient, being filled with all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetousness, and malice, maliceness, full of envy, murder, debate, deceit, malignity, whispers, backbiters, haters of God, despiteful, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, without understanding, covenant breakers, without natural affection, implacable, unmerciful, who knowing the judgment of God, that they which commit such things are worthy of death. You guys who think that the New Testament is any different than the Old Testament, except for the superiority of Christ over everything in the Old Testament, you're, you're, you're wrong. God still carries over the worthy of death penalty for these kinds of things. He says they not only do the same, but they have pleasure in them that do them. And this, I think, Mick, ties back to what you're talking about, about these, these what's referred to as these elitists, uh, or even the police officers or anybody else. They... Nothing wrong with this. This is great. This is great for the kids. And in, in fact, many of them actually indulge themselves in it. They're just as worthy of death as those who do it. You know, back in the olden days in the United Kingdom, um, it used to be considered a Christian country. Uh, the, the Queen of England is the head of the, the Church of England. Now, as that all turns out, we found out Years later, that, that all the people in the Church of England were pedophiles, all the top bishops, in the same way all the Catholic priests are pedophiles. Um, but the, the United Kingdom supposedly grew up on Christian values. Well, let me tell you, there are no Christian values in the United Kingdom anymore. There are very few Christian values. In the United Kingdom, they have one God, and the God of the United Kingdom is money is money. That's the only God in the United Kingdom. It's the only thing people care about. It's the only thing that people will stand up and fight about. We were fighting for the last two years, you know we were, about the COVID and about them trying to kill the children with the vaccine. No one was interested in that, but petrol prices went up, then everyone wants to start protesting, then everyone gets upset because it starts hitting them in their money, in their bank account, and that's what they worry about. Money is the God in the United Kingdom. It probably is over there in the States. And, and throughout the world. But there's no Christian values anymore. No one has Christian values. No one, no one wants to say what's right and wrong. And if you say that something's wrong, then, then like we spoke earlier, you're a home, an homophobe or, you know, some kind of prejudice going on. But no, what it is, is that you can see the difference between what is right and what is wrong. What is good and what is bad. What is evil and what is not evil. You know, and we can see the evilness in this world, and I see it on a daily basis. And again, you know, I'll be here, this library, the next library, the next library after that, for the whole month, for the whole school summer holidays. We're traveling around doing this kind of stuff. You know, and it's, it's not something I want to do. I didn't grow up wanting to spend my life chasing pedophiles around libraries, arguing with the police about whether it's a sex crime or not. That's not what I woke up in the morning thinking, oh, I know what I'll do today. I'll be a <laughs> yeah. pedophile hunter. 
I wish these people didn't even exist. I wish the people that, that interfered with our children, every single one of them was dead. You know I wish that. I know that if there was a death sentence in this country, that it would be reserved for the paedophiles and the paedophiles alone. Everyone Amen. else can get about their business. They can go to prison for 20 years. But these people, anyone who interferes with children, like you quoted, better that he put a stone around his ankle and find himself in the River Thames. Amen. Amen. Now, before we're getting close to the end of the show here, Mick, and one of the things I want you to do is the, the last place that you were at, you had a particular, uh, was it the Thames Valley Police Department? Is that who was there? Yes, it's the same police here today, the same ones. Okay. All right. So it's same same police, police uh, department that's there. So if you're in England there, this is the people... And I'm assuming the people, they just pull up the, the phone number there on online. They can probably call in. They can register complaints. And look, those people will start paying attention if enough people start giving them enough grief. You know, the squeaky wheel always gets the grease, right? That's the old saying. And I think people need to start calling in and say, we're watching you. See, they think that nobody's watching, Mick. They think nobody's watching because nobody's complaining. It's just a bunch of you crazy people out here making a scene. And But if people start calling in... And they, it's like a politician. A politician thinks, oh, I can just do what I want unless he gets 30, 40, 50 people start calling in, you know, constantly to hold them accountable and say, we're watching you, guy. Um, I think that that carries a lot of weight, too, not just to go out there, even though that's a big thing to do, too. But it's amazing to me that you can confront these officers and there's no there's no conscience. There's no shame to them. They just look at you like, well, you know, what screw do you got loose up there? Absolutely. And you know what you was just saying, you're absolutely right. When we first found out about this tour, using our web pages, um, our Telegram accounts, um, myself, Mavits, Conspiracies and Truth Pills, Alpha Team Assemble here in the UK, we used that to get people to email their library, email their, their, the police, email their local council, email the child protection units and tell them that we thought this was wrong. We do not agree with this. Right, and we had many, many thousands of people emailing all these local con um, libraries and councils, which is why this degenerate has his own police protection unit, and he'll be driven around the country by the the British police force, taken from library to hotel to library to hotel, probably paid for by them to protect him from us because they knew we were coming. We had a bit of a victory because what we did is they they were selling the tickets online and. People in the resistance bought up all the tickets. And so they realized that the only people that were going to be in there watching him would be us with our mobile phones to record it and share it all online and show people what was actually going on here in the UK. So what they did is they stopped selling the tickets online. So we took that as a victory. You have to be a member of each individual library now to get your tickets. That's why when we turn up, we can't get through the front door. There's a line of police across it. Yeah, well, that, and this is kind of what I'm getting to. There's going to have to, there's going to come a point. I, I just, I don't know how I can say it any more clearly than I've said it before about things going on in our own country. There's going to come a point where talking and protesting is not going to be enough. Because there, as long as they see that you're just going to talk and protest and you're not going to bring them, them to justice, and I'm, I'm not talking about just the drag queens, I'm talking about the agents of the state back there too. As long as they see that, They'll keep advancing on us. And there's going to come a time where the men are going to have to stand up and they're going to have to do it the old way because you don't stop tyranny with more words or with signs. You just don't do it. You try, you make every attempt to do it, 
But the fact of the matter is, I don't know of a time in history, Mick, where men stop tyrants, and that's what these little guys are behind you in their uniform, as well as the, the representatives that we've got. They don't stop them with mere words. There's got to be justice. And we've seen, you guys have had people like Oliver Cromwell in your, in your history. Um, you know, Scotland had William Wallace. We've had some of the guys who are in our history as well who said, there's, we, we have to stop this, and it's going, to take, it's going to take violence to do that. Now, some people may not like to hear that. I'm not a violent guy. I try to get along with everybody as best I can. As Paul says, we try to keep peace with all men as, be, as, as, as it relates to us. But the fact of the matter is, eventually this stuff is going to come to our front door, is what the book of Amos teaches us. And we're going to have to, it's going to have to be, it's going to come to a violent head. There's, I don't know any other way to say it, and I'm not advocating for it, but I know that's what history teaches us. And I'm sure the same thing's happening over there. I'm sure some of you guys even talk about it. We, we, we're, we're going to have to take a stand here uh, even more than what we're doing. <laughs> well, none of us will publicly talk about it. Right, because, sure. Um, we'd all end up in prison over here. That's that's the way they, they work it over here, even if you talk about something like that. Um, but you're right. Every man, woman, and child in the UK is going to have to pick a side. And at the moment, people have chosen the side of the, of the tyrants. You know, they took the vaccine. They're bringing their kids to these libraries. They're, they're joining the woke community, the... the the political correct community, which is so incorrect, it's not even funny. But we haven't got the numbers. We haven't got the numbers. At the moment, we're the ones who are outnumbered. You know, there's not that many of us who will stand up and be counted. And we are outnumbered. And like you said, until the men get the balls to come out here and stand with us shoulder to shoulder and fight this, de this degeneracy as best we can, within all legal terms at the moment, but as best we can. Until we get those men, all those fathers, all those grandfathers, I'm a grandfather, all those grandfathers out here saying, no, enough is enough. You've gone too far. We are not taking it anymore. And then you're absolutely right. What follows, follows. And we'll see how that unfolds. Yeah, absolutely. Mick, we're coming up against the end of the show. You want to tell people a little bit about your site here and how people can get a hold of you? Um, yeah, Mad Mix Conspiracies. Um, you can... I've got a website there. You can go on there. There's all my links to my Telegram channel, which is where I do a daily vlog. I do a video every day about what's going on in the United Kingdom. Mainly it was about the COVID before. Um, I teamed up with a record producer over here in the UK, and I've had a couple of songs out. I had one got, got into the UK chart called Killer Killer COVID, and you can find all that stuff on my website. Mainly what I talk about is conspiracies. I talk about the, the ruling elite. I talk about the satanic pedophiles and their adrenochrome. I'll talk about anything. You know, if it's, if it's bad in this world, if I'm going to fight against it, I'll talk about it over on Mad Mick's Conspiracies. All right. Mad Mick Shaves, great to have you on. I'll say goodbye to you off air. Hang on with me. And uh, guys, catch Bradley at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, sonsoflibertymedia.com. And Rotten of the Core Wednesday is tomorrow. Lord willing, see you.